go easy on me, baby. It's probably not how you should enter your episode, but hey, I'm back. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Mind Bully Podcast with me, Norm Sodiase, and Adele. She in the studio with me. Nah, it's just me. But thank you so much for tuning in once again. Like, boy, you look good. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, Pops was locked in when he made you. Like, he made you on a Monday. <laughs> this is a Monday. <laughs> he made you on a Monday. He knew he had a test. He was crafting you, give you that body, give you that look, give you that smile, give you that focus, give you that energy. And God was locked in. So I got to be locked in on this Mom Bully podcast. Back in, back in, back in, tapped in. What's good, y'all, man? Thank you so much again for being here with the boy. Uh, I appreciate all the love, the support, and what we're building with this Mind Bully podcast. It's reached so many. The feedback, the reviews. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> it just makes me feel so good and it makes this podcast reach and touch other lives. So I appreciate y'all for leaving those reviews. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I appreciate y'all for interacting, engaging with all the socials. From me to you, I'm so thankful. I'm so, so thankful. Y'all like my sisters and my little brothers, like my boys, my homies, my family. And it's all to the glory of God. So thank you so much for being here with me. Do me a favor, though. One favor. Please screenshot where you're listening to. That was so live when I was able to see where you guys are listening to. Uh, tapped in with me. Screenshot that at me at Mindbully Podcast on IG and screenshot where you're listening to. I want to know. I want to know the different locations. So thank you. One more thing. If this is your first time listening, please scroll back and listening. Listen. That boy don't edit. No edits. If it's your first time, it's authentic. Scroll back and listen to the other episodes. I feel like there's some value in that. You'll hear some vulnerabilities being exposed and kind of calling out and casting out those things in my head. So please go listen to that. Rate and review. If that kind of content really connects with you, please, please, please rate and review. It means so much to me. And it boosts up on the algorithm. So thank you guys once again for that. But check in. Y'all know what time it is. Quick check in. Because I got a lot to talk about this week. Man, I'm about five, six. But like a, am usually at like a five or six when I just got so much going. Like, Norts, slow down. Like, whenever I am not focused. Well, I am focused, but it's like whenever I'm scattered and I have so much going and I don't, like, write things down. I'm not organized and I'm not, like... The cleanest, like my rooms in shambles, like my laptop is like, I don't like when my brain is scattered. And then at the end of the day, it leaves me exhausted because I'm losing to myself in my mind and I'm losing the day. I did all the things I wanted to do in the day, but how effective was I when I'm not organized? So in this season, it's like when you're growing up, I feel like the smaller gifts from people or the smaller things that you buy you feel good like the minimalist things that can make you a maximum minimalist okay that's fire like oh that's gonna help me productively like that's gonna speed up my days that's gonna clear my head that's gonna clear my area hell yeah i want that i don't know that's just a random thought but i'm about a five or six let's say 5.5 well let's say six higher end 
please hit me up with your numbers. I just want to see numbers, numbers, numbers. Hopefully it's 9, 9, 10, 10. Hit me up, Mombly Podcast, with your numbers. Let's get into this episode. This week's episode. This week's episode is about something that I do not like. Something that I couldn't care about. Something that I do not want. It's about patience and it's navigating the unexpected and staying patient. Staying patient on the promise. And it's like for me, I, ah, this will probably be the most impactful episode for me personally because I'm speaking to myself. It's like therapy for myself and speaking with my boys, my people, my y'all. So it's a two part deal. It's like, I know I have to be patient for things that I want in life to, to the next area. But it's like, man, like, why can't like your dreams, your goals, your aspirations come like Amazon Prime? Like <laughs> I said Amazon Prime because I literally just ordered like a bunch of stuff yesterday. Also therapeutic. Come on now. I, I understand what these like, you know, my mama used to do back in the day, just buy clothes and stuff. But anyways. It's like the patience. That I need in my moment. It's so tough. It's so tough for me to grasp and it's so tough for me to stay locked in. So I'm going to talk about that this episode. Now, this time of the year is funny. At the recording of this episode, it's now precisely November 19th, 11, 10 a.m. And it's funny because at this time, you're either thinking about the holidays, mama's cooking, uncle's big juicy little ham or you hate your family and you're thinking oh, i just can't wait for this year to be over you like forget them i'm finna be snatched snatched little waist with a full bank account nice little man driving to my new house you you're just looking forward to become a bigger and a better version of yourself So whether it's something that's family driven that you get to see your family or it's self-motivated, like, oh, yes, it's time. I believe the holidays and this time of the year is a time for all of us to reset and rejoice because. It gives us something to look forward to. Like you can actually see that little turkey, that little ham sitting there on Thanksgiving Day. And you can actually see. January 1st coming, which means it's a new year. But what happens once you can't actually see who you're trying to become? Like what happens when you're trying so hard in the day to day and you see no progress, you see no change? Now, you might see change. You recognize that change is happening every single day in your life. But you're not satisfied. You're not satisfied with the pace, the pace of that change. Like this year, this whole entire year, you've been navigating through the unexpected. Time after time, day after day. And this year's end finally gives you something tangible to look forward to that actually means change. You've gone your entire life picturing this moment to be different than it currently is. You always thought you were going to become this one person and do this magical thing. 
for some of you listening, it's like your when I grow up moment is hit. And you're frustrated. You're frustrated because you're not the person that you thought you'd be once you've finally grown up. Now, maybe you're not that person. Maybe you are who you thought you'd be once you've finally grown up. But maybe, just maybe, you're frustrated about how slow things have been in your life. You've been trying to take that next step, step. And nothing, I mean nothing, has been in your favor. You look at your peers and you're like, damn, they elevating. And you still at that same spot that you were last year. So your anxiety starts building. Your mind bully starts talking to you because you think you're behind. You start fearing failure. Because your peers are there and they didn't fail. You're so focused on that future. So you're either focused on the past or fear in the future or both. So you put so much pressure on yourself in the now. Because of that future. That future that you're fearing. Powered by those thoughts. Those thoughts of the past. (laughs) Like, isn't that really crazy, though? Like, think about that. We're driven by the thoughts of our past and the fears of our future. We're overcompensate. We're trying to go. We're trying to 10 exit. Go work hard. Grind. We're impatient because we think we think without works. That we have no worth. Then the mind bully starts building. He like, yup. Oh yeah, they fooled. They already think they ain't shit. Let me tell them they not shit. Give me the mic. You ain't shit. Next year, you still ain't gonna be shit. You still ain't gonna be as smart as them. You still not as skilled as them. You not as pretty as them. You're not as useful. You're damaged. You're damaged. Shit, give it up. Like your mama told you. Back in the day that you weren't ever going to be shit, you should have listened to her. Shit, your daddy left you. So you should know that nobody, nobody will ever love you. Give it up. And the thing I'll say about your mind bully is this. He knows what's going to push your buttons. He's smart. He knows that your dad left you at an early age. He knows your mom said you would never amount to nothing. So he's pushing, he's prying, he's picking those right tools to say in your vulnerable moments. Your mind bully has the most control in the areas that you're most ignorant. Like if you don't know the truth about promotion or love in this season, it's easy to be fooled. Your mind bully will say this to you. But you better smooth your way to the top. Use all your energy. Use your effort. Go on your terms. Do it. Whatever it takes. And God's like, promotion comes from me. Not through anything, any works that you'll ever do. Your mind bullies like, your daddy already left you. I don't know how you're going to find love. You might as well try these boys out. Try one after the other. You bounce from man to man, not knowing that God is love. God's always been love. 
God is truth. And if we don't introduce that truth into our lives, we'll continue to be frustrated. So as we approach the end of this year, I'd be doing a huge disservice if I didn't tell the truth about the truth. If I didn't tell the truth about the word of God and who I know him to be in my life. Like every day, God is constantly revealing to me that there's a miracle in the mundane. Those tedious moments, those days where you think like you're not getting anything done. Those days where you think like you're worthless, those days that you think that you're not progressing. There's a miracle in those moments. And if you're listening, I know you can connect with this, too, because it's a perspective shift. It's a renewing of your mind. Who are you becoming? What are you learning? What are you taking away from those eerie moments that you wish didn't come? What are you taking away from that pressure? And it's a different type of pressure. You're used to the fast, the quick, the go, go, go pressure. What about the slow, slow, slow pressure to slow it down? Figure out yourself, connect with yourself, be self-aware in your moment and find your purpose. What about that pressure? Now, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I have my fair share of battles with myself. Like, God, dang, God, tripping today. Why am I not where I need to be? Why do I not get that what that person got? Why am I not there yet? Patience is a problem for me. It's like I'm in this constant pursuit of purpose that I can't stay patient. And if you're listening, I think it's the same with you. It's like you put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect because you're trying to reach this height, this thing to say, yes, I did it. Look at it, everybody. Like, I got it. Mama, you said I wasn't going to be shit. I got it. Daddy, I ain't need your love anyway. I got it. Somebody love me. I'm at the top now. And you realize once you get there, it's like. There's no true fulfillment in this. There's no true purpose. I thought I'd have my purpose. I thought this is it. I thought this was purpose. When God's been purpose all along, his plan for your life is purpose. The true way to see that on a day to day is by intentionally stepping into his presence. Like write down your thoughts and see what he has to say about your thoughts. Now, if you're an unbeliever and you're listening to this and you're like, what is this guy talking about? I don't really care. Hopefully you can benefit from this. Hopefully you can benefit from a guy exuding that love, showcasing that love, that joy, that peace to make you think like, oh, this guy different. He got some. When it's really never what I got. It's what God got. And it's the passion that I have for what God has given me. Like I was reading this thing and Miles Monroe said this. Where the purpose of something is not known. Abuse is inevitable. I was like, yo, and maybe it ain't a yo moment for y'all, but it was for me. Because literally, literally 
a day ago, I experienced this just in a small way. I had just got off a plane, right? And I had this Visa gift card in this white envelope, blank envelope. And it had about $900 in it. Guess what my black ass did? I left it on the plane. Yeah, I left it. But thankfully, I ran back to the plane about 15 minutes later because they were cleaning for the next plane. They let me on there. I go in there panting, sweating, friending, all that. And I'm like, have y'all seen a white envelope? Because, you know, when it's a debit card, a Visa card, you don't want to tell nobody ain't got no money. I said, have you seen a white envelope? The attendant's looking confused at this moment. She's like, I don't know, like, but I have a big bag of trash right there if you want to. Before she even stopped talking, I ran to that trash bag, rolled my little sleeve up and start pulling stuff out all over the plane. They was kind of pissed. They were like, what are you doing, sir? What are you doing, sir? And she handed me like one of them Purell packets. Like, clearly, I don't care about my sanitary right now. Like, sanitary, that's it, right? I don't care to be clean. I don't care about germs. I want this bread. I see my envelope, thankfully, but it's all covered in coke, spit, and like, Three piles of gum. I'm not kidding. Not three piles, but a bunch of gum. I'm like, ew. I guess people do use gum in the plane. They trying to not have their ears pop. But like it was covered in all this nonsense. But I was still able to get my card. I was still able to rip open that envelope. And pull out what was inside. You see, because they didn't know the purpose They didn't know the purpose of that little little envelope. They didn't know what was inside. So they abused it. That's like the best kept secret. Like, them man there took a huge L, you know. That shit was weak. They took an L, though. Like, them boys didn't know what was in there, bro. Wait, no, I get another chance at that. Y'all ain't about to play me. Like, them man there... Them mind dead, they lost, you know, they took an L. Yeah, you get me. All right, we can continue. (laughs) Nah, but on a serious tip, though, how many of us continue losing because we don't know what's in that envelope? I'll give you a hint. (laughs) We're the envelope, and we don't know what's inside of us. So we mishandle ourselves. We misrepresent ourselves. We let our mind bully talk to us anyhow because we don't know our purpose. But guess who does? Guess who the envelope belongs to? It's God. God knows the contents within that envelope. And if only we knew what God thought about us, we know our true purpose. And I ain't going to just sit here and act like I'm just fine and dandy because I'm not like I am not. Y'all can hear I done cussed like 30 times on this one episode. I got issues. <laughs> but it's like my issues. I I choose and I intentionally come to God as I am, like who I actually am, because I know that he'll bless who I am, not bless who I portray to be, who I think that I am. I want my purpose aligned, lockstep, walking right hand in hand with God. 
I want to see what he has to say about my future. Because I know you plus me, God, equals a majority. It ain't nobody coming in front of that. Nobody can stop that. Not even myself, not even me. But the magic word God got for me right now, I ain't going to lie, I don't like it. It's patience. He keep telling me patience, patience, progression over perfection, patience, patience. I'm like, oh, brother, please. I hate it. I hate patience. I'm a planner. I'm a grinder. I'm a doer. I got to do something. I hate patience. And if you're listening, you can connect with this because you're in the same boat. You're in the same exact position. Like you ain't special. Like, I know you're not supposed to say that to your listeners, but hey, come on. We a family. You ain't special. You just like me. We are not patient. We want things uh, 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 on the go. And obviously, I want to follow God and follow his will for my life. But I'm like, oh, is it time yet? I keep checking the clock like, all right, God, I'm patient today. But what about tomorrow? I can go. I could go. He like, nah, bro, keep keep building, keep working. It's going to come. And instead of having that patience, I choose persistence. Like I keep going. I go, I go, I go. I got to work, work, work. Do, do, do more, more, more. And just end up wearing myself out. And to be honest, without saying it's like my works, it's like, I ain't trying to hear what this dude talking about. Like, I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to grind. I'm trying to. So I go out and I try to do things. Choosing persistence over patience. It's like the world tells us we got to sleep when you're dead. Work, go out, do it. Work, 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 grind, grind, grind. Guys like halt, halt, halt. Stop, stop, stop. No, no, no. Hell, I hear go, go, go. Put that pedal to the flow, flow. And, <laughs> and I end up crashing because I hear go. He says, no, my name, no. I just get confused, bro. It's just like, why patience? Why not persevere? Like, God, I could do that. I'm a grind. I'm a get through it. Like, why patience? And so one day I found this sermon of Mike Todd. And he was talking about this very same thing. He was talking about how Jesus walked everywhere, like everywhere in the Bible. Jesus walked. And if I'm the son of God, why the hell am I walking? He had three years to do everything to turn the world upside down. And he walked everywhere. He's like the only time you see Jesus with an animal was a donkey. And the donkey is a walking animal. Just think about that. If Jesus Christ is here like he is, but if he was physically here and he had three years, you would want him here. You would want him there. You would want him to take jets, planes, ski if you wanted to. You would want him to be there to help you out in that moment. But he walked. He just walked. He knew his pace. He held a specific pace that allowed him to walk with others. That if he would have ran everywhere, they would have missed moments. Moments where he performed miracles. And he says this so beautifully. He's like, it all sums up when the man comes to Jesus and is like, Jesus, my daughter is dying. Will you come? And Jesus said, I'm coming. But he walks. And you know that he walks because a woman that had been suffering with the issue of blood for 12 years 
was able to touch him because he walked at a patient pace slow enough for her to catch up. He goes, the man was probably like, hurry up. Like culture is like, hurry up. Your dream is dying. Your ambition is dying. Hurry up. Hurry up. But he went at this patient pace because he knew he was going to heal that 12-year-old girl and the woman dealing with the issue of blood for 12 years, all in the same day because of the patience and the purpose behind that patience. Now, if you're listening and you've had to be patient in your season, hear me when I say this. There's a purpose behind that patience. There's a reason why you're right there, right where you are in that moment. There's a purpose for that position that you're in right now. There's a purpose. Don't ever let anyone, anyone, not even yourself, not your mind bully, tell you that you're somebody that you're not, that you're useless, that you can't do it, that you'll never do it because of the position that you're in. You're in this one position for a purpose. It's like you'll hear a word from God and you'll feel it so intense and so real. But then you're like, all right, but why? Like, what's the purpose? And how are you going to do it? Like, can you tell me? Give me a little, give me something. How are you going to, like, why? Like, why do you want me to be patient in this moment, bro? There's money out here. There's bags to cook. cook, cook. Spit it out. There's bags to collect. There's, there's people to meet. There's things to do. There's life to be lived. And God, like, I hear that. I made all that, but sit your butt down. Do you trust me? Do you trust me? Hopefully God voice don't crack like, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Do you have faith in me? Then give me a hand. And I'll be like, you know how the little kids, you playing with the little kids, you put your hand out, you pull it back. That's how I am with God. And God just with his face like, all right, bro. Here, my hand's still going to be here, bro. If you're going to hold on to it, hold on to it. But if you're not, I'm still going to be here once you turn away from that to hold your hand. Like, I'm still going to be here. I'm 10 toes. I died for you. I'm literally 10 toes. And if you're listening, I believe you're the same way. You're like, ah, God, give me a sign. Like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I reaching my goals doing this one thing? Am I getting to that next step by doing this right now? Am I in the right season of my life? Lord, give me a sign, something. Like, have a little dove float over my head right when I'm talking about this so I know you tapped in. Like, like give me something. Yeah, I know that's not you, but <laughs> that'd be me. Like, I need, I need that sign. But it's dangerous because the last time that I needed that sign and I asked God for that sign, I broke my damn foot. So now it's like... <sighs> I need that sign, but I'm, I'm tiptoeing, I'm tiptoeing in my Jordans. I'm not asking God for no sign because he'll give it to you, but it's not going to be the way that you wanted it to come. It's his way. It's the pull between being faithful, being patient, but I'm restless. And I'm. I, it's not like I don't want to be faithful. I'm faithful, but I'm just restless. Like, God, why do I got to be patient? I'm, I'm, I can have faith for everything else. But this moment in my life, I got to be doing, put some plays into motion. He like, put some plays in that little seat. Put some plays into my word. Put some plays into you by connecting with me. 
God is sitting there at the dinner table waiting for me to come home. He like, I know you've been hungry. I know I got food here. He got the bread of life just sitting there. I got food. Bible just sitting right there like some dinner rolls. He don't got no meat out there. I'm vegan, but just sitting there waiting for me to step into his presence so I can reach and connect with him. Now that I think about it, it's like this topic makes me think about the name of this podcast or what would have been the name of this podcast. Shout out Edson Odiase, my sister. She came up with Mind Bully, but I wanted to name it King Before Crowned or King Before the Crown. Kind of highlighting, obviously King, no shout out me, <laughs> shameless plug, but King Before a Crown, like the journey of the climb. I think all of us are still on a journey. We're still learning. I feel like if you're living and breathing, you're crafting and you're creating who you are each and every day. And that's kind of what I wanted to highlight through my podcast. Again, I ain't want no guru BS like I know everything because I don't. I just wanted to highlight my life and my insecurities and just see how God works through me and, and how he kind of makes me whole in my vulnerable moments. Boy said kind of. Ugly. I know people are like, oh, you can't say ugly after you say all that. Yes, I can. But anyways, I say journey of the climb because life is a journey. And what is climb? A climb is a journey. It's a journey within another journey. It's the ups and downs, the ins and outs and the daily operations that get you to the place that you think you want to be. I probably just confused everybody with that little spiel, but maybe that's something I need to I need to touch real fast because I don't want to gloss over that. It's like a lot of us are chasing something every single day. And we find purpose in our day to day because we think we want to be something. And then what happens when you reach that something and you're still not fulfilled? Most of us just jump to another something. We jump to the next thing that we'll find purpose in. Looking like monkeys, just climbing and clinging on to every little branch. When you get tired of this one, you just jump to the next one. And God's just sitting there like, I am the branch. And you don't have to climb me. Just come to me. Just come. You've been coming to the mother little branches. Just come to me. You've been trying to climb all that all that long to find purpose. Come to me. I am purpose. So we go through seasons of our life where we feel a lot of pressure. We feel the anxiety. We feel it building because we think we have no purpose. We think we have nothing to live for. We think we have nothing to look forward to. Like somebody listening right now is in a season of their life where God's telling them, just be patient. Just be patient. I'm building you. I'm crafting you. What you're learning right now will help you in your next season. But you're like, uh-uh. I see them on a the gram. They on a grind. It's time. It's time for me to look like that. It's time to me to get like that. It's time for me to have that. It's time for me to be married. It's time for me to have that job. And hear me when I say this. The one thing that gets in the way when you're trying to find your true purpose is your pride. Pride distorts your vision. Pride makes things cloudy. Pride's like, God, nah, hell nah, God. Last time you ain't come through for me. This time it's on me. Or it's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Really? Everything's fine. We straight. We're good. Everything's good. I, see, I'm smiling. Good. Yeah. Yeah. 
And it's funny because I'm talking to me right now. As I'm looking on the mirror, if y'all saw me on the gram, I put where I'm recording from. It's in my closet, but trapped in a closet, not like that. But this is really for me. It's like, who am I fooling? My pride is getting in the way of connecting with God, coming to God and connecting with my purpose. Why are we so frustrated at the time that we're in? We're not even gaining the perspective to build or to see what God sees. Like, (laughs) hey, I got terrible vision, y'all. I got terrible vision. Why the hell am I so proud to base my life through my eyes, my purpose, through my eyes? God forbid. Wouldn't it be the biggest flex to be like, I see the world through God, Lance. I know what business he about to bless. I know what person he about to bless. I know every single step of the way because I'm connected with God. You have no idea the time of life that you're in and how it will shape you for who he wants you to be. Because you got these blockers on. You climbing from branch to branch, from thing to thing, from person to person. And running further away from your purpose. But that's the thing, though. I think a lot of us jump from branch to branch, not because we just despise God. Don't strike me down. We don't despise you, Lord. Pop, shout out, pops. But it's because of pain. It's because of some of the pain that we've experienced in our life from the failures or the traumas that we explore each and every avenue so we will never fail again. Like in our mind, that's just sheer logic. It's practical. Like explore every venture. If one don't work, keep bouncing, keep bouncing, keep bouncing. But then when life happens and something in your life that goes beyond your imagination, we run to God. We run to God and try to use that same logic and reason with him. We can't fathom someone can love us and feel us and fill us up in that moment without any strings attached. We can't fathom that our purpose is found with connection and just following his word. We can't fathom that we don't have to do anything to reach our purpose. Now, if I'm God, God better than me, obviously. I'd be like, man, hell no. Nah. You, you done tried every other path. Hell no. Nah. Thank God I'm not God. But he's like, come to me. I'm still here for you. I'll still be right there for you whenever you're ready. We really don't deserve that grace if you think about it. I'm not trying to preach. I swear I'm not. But just thinking out loud, we don't deserve that. Like life is a balance between patient and pressure and patient and pressure and sometimes both. Life is a lot to handle. It's so unpredictable when you think about it. I think of this and I think of like a a teammate that's just running loose. Like, you look at your boys, you're like, ah, oh, this motherfucker, he going to come in here on some bullshit. Like, what is he on? He going to make all the whole team run. Hell no, nah, we not with him. That's life. Life is the hell no nah teammate. Life like, ah, damn. I would just have my best day. That was just my little birthday party. Now, boom, something happens that knocks you off balance. Something happened that knocks you off your place. Something happens that changes the landscape of your life. I get anxious about this. I am not going to lie. I get anxious about that. It's like I get anxious about how anxious I'm becoming. Because the things that I can't control are making me feel some type of way. 
and I'm feeling some type of way because I'm feeling some type of way. I'm like, that ain't Norris. Why am I feeling that? And so I continue this cycle just down on myself, hard on myself, because I'm, one, preparing for a moment that may or may not come, and two, not being the Norris that God has called me to be. But then it's like, all right, I'm filled. Let me be that man you called me to be, Lord. Let me be with you. Let me get there. Where that branch at? And I cling and I look to stuff to do to glorify God. Where that branch at? Where am I now? That, that's my moment, right? Where, where is it? And God like, no, nah, just sit back. Come to me. Come to me. Be patient. Come to me. Connect with me. It's like I put something up that said I'm overwhelmed by how underwhelming my life is. I feel like my life is still. I feel like it's in a moment where I think it's stagnant, but I'm finding purpose in my moment. I put a lot of external pressure on myself. I'm doing so many things, but the day to day isn't as fast as I would like it to be. And God is like, nah. You're learning exactly what I want you to do. You're in the right place at the right time. Every single tool that you're learning in your life right now is helping you become who you need to be to serve your purpose. And I believe if you're listening right now, that's you. You feel like you have to perform. You have to show works. You have to show up, do something to fulfill out your purpose. And like a lot of times before you doing this over and over, you failed over and over. So why not you and me try something different? Why not you and me connect with God and come to God and see what he wants out of our moment? Because he calls the shots. He knows the beginning and the end. He's the future and the past. He's the one thing that still remains today and tomorrow and forevermore is his word, him. Why don't we come to that instead of clinging to the little branches? If you're listening and you need a takeaway from that little sermon, basically, the one thing I'll say is this. Come as you are, exactly as you are. Connect with God as you are. Go to him as you are. Because the one thing that God hates is pride. And if you try to go like you have it all done, if you try to go to God like an IG post, like, hey, I have it all put together. That's not what he wants. Your brokenness, your tiredness, you're frustrated, you're fed up. Come to him just like that. Connect with him just like that. That's how you find your true purpose. But God, right now, I just pray for everybody listening under the sound of my voice. Father God, I pray that you fill them up and you encourage them to keep going, to keep pushing, to keep striving, to keep moving, to stay patient. To stay patient, working towards their purpose, towards you, through you. Father God, I pray that you empower them in this time that you're in a valley of indecision that you fill them with love you fill them with worth you fill them with your hand on their life lockstep each and every step of the way that they incline their eyes and their ears on you because you know the true way to their destiny 
And Lord, I thank you for being with us. And I thank you for all these things that you're doing in my life, their life, my bully podcast. I thank you for giving me this platform to speak with my people. Pops, you the best. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the Mind Bully Podcast. I'm so thankful. Make sure you rate it and review. Please go do that for me. It means so much to me. Thank you guys again for listening. From me to you, stay blessed. Hey, Phoenix, you going off.